RTL Original Podcast. Is the second song on an album the best or at least the most important? Well, taking inspiration from the iconic Blur smash hit of the same name, join me, Stephen Stepslow, as I look into this loose theory and discover that an incredible amount of LPs have an absolute belter of a song too. We also speak to international artists and musicians and find out what they have to say on the matter, with some surprising results. Each week, we will be running the rule over a classic song too and inviting guests to agree or disagree. For this week's song too, Sam Steen chats with Matthew Kors of NYC's Nada Surf. If you've heard the long-form interview, then you'll know by now they are firm friends. Matthew is the most definitely not sure guest we have had on the show so far. Track 7 is here revealed as the secret favourite and 10 as perhaps the worst. So, without further ado, here's Sam and Matt. Uh, th- there's one more question because I can see the timer is uh, starting to count down okay. on that because uh, uh, my colleague has a podcast called the Song Two Podcast, and uh, in it he posits, and this is you're, you'd be well positioned having worked in a record store for a long time. Yeah. Uh, he he reckons that the second song on every album is the best song. Very, I love that theory. I haven't heard that particular one. I absolutely love that stuff. Um, somebody, yeah, totally. Somebody asked me once. A friend of mine was uh, said, "Do you have any um, uh, 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 sequencing advice?" And and I tried to lay it all out, and that's right. Like it's not like this has to be, or it's not like it's a great idea either. You know, I think being adventurous is probably better. But but the first one is like the best one that you think is also on the more palatable edge of your songs. The second one's the best one. The third one used to be what you think will be the radio song. That's probably the first one now. That's probably changed over the years. Emergency above Put on your hard hats and invisible gloves What's going on? I was on the wagon I thought I was done You have to watch out when one falls in, another can't get out. The seventh song is your kind of your secret favorite. It's the weird one. That that, you that's really like. funny because I always love three and seven. So I obviously yeah. have an ear for a radio hit. And <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, uncharitably, I will say that the let's call it a ten-song record. Uncharitably, the worst song is number nine. Um, <laughs> Num- number 10 has some kind of emotional punch that the other ones don't, or whatever, or, or it has an amazing outro. Um, four and five are like, possibly like, who you really are. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's that stuff about like, you, you know those games where it's like, that's the person you should marry, that's your best friend, whatever, whatever. This, um, this is the dark stuff that comes out around four and five, right? You really kind of are four and five, yeah. What else? Is, did your friend have any other uh, sequencing concepts? Or no, that's just one that he, he, he kind of was going through his records one day and discovered. Uh, oh, that's really good. This song two. It's a song two. These are all song twos, and now he's got this list of about 150 yeah, records. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And then there are those records where the first one. It, 
nearly throws you off the album. Like I remember, um, I really love Teenager of the Year, that Frank Black record. It's so good, and I'm not saying that the first song isn't good, but the, but I remember the first song is like you, you've got to be a fan. To it's a little work. Yeah, you've really got to be a fan. And the, oh, and then Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me, the Cure record. The first song is bonkers, like totally bonkers. Where he's probably like. All right, you fans of Head on the Door, I shall not be pigeonholed as a, as a you know, accessible pop person. Here, here's some, here's some pornography for you. you know. <laughs> trying to think i think it was connor Oberst from bright eyes i was interviewing about that and i asked him the question too and he said yeah it's funny because we tried to make our the the first song and the first 30 seconds of, of the record almost as unlistenable as we possibly can and if they make it right. beyond that then yeah <laughs> then right, right right i know i admire that and i and i don't i don't have the fortitude like i, I, just, <laughs> I heard this story about granddaddy i don't know if it's True or not, but I'd heard a story that um, when they made the software slump, they knew they had a mega, mega classic on their hands. So they then made a fake bad record, like, like a, I don't know what genre it was, but apparently it was just a fake terrible record, and gave it to the record company and asked their management to like hold hold still for a week. Don't answer any calls. Don't. <laughs> any questions just <laughs> I don't know why it's so it's so perverse it's so perverse but yeah it's like you have to be this tall to enter this ride it's like a exactly right? <laughs> you have to be this tall in, in terms of like artistic curiosity yeah 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 exactly <laughs>